guys. Welcome to a brand new episode of season number three. We're already there. I took a few weeks off to get a couple things done and do some programming retreats. I had a coaching retreat with clients and I had um, a bunch of other stuff really going on. Business was pretty busy, so I took a few weeks off just to get things back and we're ready to launch season number three of the Service Without Excuses podcast. Again, I want to thank our longtime sponsor, Sotellus. That's S-O-T-E-L-L-U-S dot com forward slash Rob Lyon, R-O-B-L-Y-O-N. They are sponsors. You can go there and check out a demo of this incredible system we use in our own business, New Jersey's Best, which happens to be booked beyond belief right now. So we're extremely grateful. I actually took the day off today to get caught up on some things and really come to you with some new content, but our business has been tremendously successful. And I can tell you, without a doubt, without a question in my mind, that a big chunk of that reason of that business is because we use Sotellus to collect the reviews, which we send out every single time to every customer. Um, we've actually experimented on sending them out delayed where we usually send them out immediately um, just to give them time to make sure that they are happy completely with the job and that we're not rushing it on them. And then they have some regret afterwards about something we may not have done up to their standards. And uh, we found it's just as effective either way. So even testing the market to see if, you know, giving it five days, four days, not the day of makes a difference. It really hasn't. So collecting reviews instead of running from your reviews is how you should adapt this going forward. The book is finally completed. Um, I finally have everything done. It's being sent out to a printer here by the end of the week, but I've got everything done. It's called Welcome to the Review Society. I'm sorry. Welcome to the Review Society between 1880, why they matter more than ever today, and that reviews are at the forefront. One of the biggest things we do to really, you know, obviously we try to give the best customer service experience we can have. We we all, I think, here collectively try to give our customers and our clients the best customer service experience they can have, bar none. I think everybody here wants to do that. I mean, there may be a few volume chasers that say we don't care, but I think generally most people that listen to this podcast care about their customers and clients and want to give them the best outcome that they possibly can have. Um, you know, when you go into a house, the first impression is a lasting impression. And they used to say a term years ago that picture is worth a thousand words. So if a person's seeing the job you're doing, they have this mental picture. They may even be taking a physical picture of the work you do. We often do in homes um, to get an idea of what we do in the house. We want to make sure we match it. Um, sometimes we even use it in our marketing materials that the outcomes, obviously not disclosing anything of the customer's information or uh, of the home or any address or anything along that line, just the actual cleaning outcomes we've got from the job with their full permission, of course. And, um, you know, a picture has been worth a, a thousand words in the past, but I, I challenge you today to say pictures worth a million words um, because of, you know, avenues like Instagram and Facebook and, and Google and, and all these pictures and images that end up out there online. And um, it's not just a video, even though I think video is very powerful. I think video is probably the most powerful thing when it comes to customers getting an impression of the work you do. But I could tell you a picture still serves a lot. Uh, the only lack in credibility with the picture is people can doctor pictures to make them look better than they actually do. Where video, it's kind of tough to do that. The outcome is pretty much what you see. However, they're still looking at this and they're seeing that there's some consistency in the reviews, consistency in the pictures, that they're able to make that determination that's worth a million words, not a thousand words. What are you doing with your customers every day that you go out there and you see 
um, the feedback that they give you and, and the, the outcomes that you're delivering to your to your customers and clients. What are you seeing day after day from your technician standpoint, from your customers' uh, eyeglasses, so to speak, as my one of my mentors, Steve Tuburin, says, will say constantly, how are they looking at you? Are they looking at you like you are giving them that million-dollar picture? Or are they giving it you like you're giving the $5 Instacam picture? It really doesn't show a big difference. In our industry, we've had a lot of people over the years that have said, and it's the customer's perspective, I had my carpets cleaned. And then two weeks later, it's like he wasn't even here. I couldn't tell the difference. Some people, it's even worse than that. They actually say things like, I couldn't tell the difference afterwards. Well, the outcome is can be very, very uh, predetermined by by the impression that people get. Are you taking at the end of the job and going, Mrs. Smith, Mrs. Jones, whoever your customer may be, um, how do you like the work that we've done? How do you like the outcomes we've we've delivered for you? Or we have we been able to meet the criteria that you have set forth for us to to meet? Have we been able to complete the job to your satisfaction or better? Um, are we asking these questions before we even ask her for, for a review? Hell, before we even tear down the truck, before we even get done. And by the way, this isn't just carpet cleaning. This is plumbing. This is HVAC. This is pest control. Are we really asking customers? Are we meeting on their obligations? Here's the thing. In reviews, a lot of people will yes you to death. They might say no. They might say you're awful. But more than likely, most people are amiable. They want a good outcome. Even if they had a less than desirable outcome, they're just going to give you a decent to good review because they go, well, he's got to make a living. The business, they have to work. If, if a bunch of people write about reviews, it could really affect the business. And they start to feel bad about that. So my point of this podcast today is, are you really going above and beyond to find out exactly what your customers make them tick? Exactly what gets them to not only use your services again, but to review your services and the outcome of your services to other people to basically say the same thing they would say in a regular review, but to their friends, their customers, um, their family members, whoever that happens to be. Are you giving them the picture in their mind that they can get the outcome that you received? They can say, well, you know, that's how he did the job for Bonnie, their friend. But is is Jane and Bob going to get the same job that Bonnie got? Well, you need to make sure, rest assured, the job is the same. Obviously, the situations are different. Everybody's house is plumbed a little bit different. Everybody has a different air handling system. Everybody has different pest issues. Everybody has different carpets. They're all going to have something a little bit different. However, the same outcome needs to happen. You need to be able to fix the situation if there's a pest problem. You need to be able to fix the problem if the air handler is not working correctly, not working efficiently. We're in the middle of our, our early part of summer in Jersey, so it's hot. And um, ACs are going like crazy right now. Repairs and new units and all kinds of stuff is just going around the clock because it, it's been so incredibly hot so fast, still in June this year. Um, so are they consistently given the outcome? Obviously every home is different, but they still have to have an air handler that's, um, moving the air. They still have to have a chiller or an AC unit that is creating, um, something to make the house cold. Um, they are still getting the outcome. The carpets are different from Mrs. Smith to Mrs. Jones house, but is the result still the same? Are we delivering a result that's manageable? We often know that the carpet might not be the same in both houses, and it might not be able to give the exact same cleanable outcome because one might be really beat up from dogs and it's 10 years older than the other one, but you still have to deliver an outcome that that customer perceives as being good. Are you asking your people at the end of the day, your technicians or yourself if you're in the field, um, 
How did you like it? Did you have any questions, any concerns? Are you addressing the concerns before you go into the house? Are you addressing everything that the customer might have? Are you asking them a simple question like, do you have a question? Do you have any questions that I can help you with? Anything you're not aware of? We're always so busy in society today that we forget to ask the simple questions. And many people don't want the answers, and and you have to let that go. Those days are done. If you're not doing a good quality job and you're worried your technicians and your people are not doing a good quality job, you need to either make a massive overhaul in your business or or massive overhaul maybe on yourself and relook at the entire company culture, something we talked about with my friend Ivan Turner the other day. And you have to look at this and say, am I giving the deliverable that my customers are asking for? Am I managing my employees' expectations uh, when it comes to what I'm delivering to them? And are they managing my expectations when it comes to what they're delivering to our customers and our clients every day? I mean, the whole picture is very, very important, and the picture has to be maintained. Um, it's not a set and forget it. It's, n- it's very much like marketing. If you stop promoting and marketing and doing things that are going to continue – to grow your business, then you're not going to succeed. Quite often, people look at marketing avenues like SEO or search engine optimization. They go, okay, I'll do it for two years, and then I don't have to do it anymore. And here's the thing. You have to continue to do it. Whether you do a pay-per-click campaign, whether you do an ad campaign with Yelp or Facebook or a, you know, HomeAdvisor or, or any of these companies that you do a campaign with, once you shut off the wheel, the wheel doesn't continue to spin. If you deny, if you got a paddle wheel and you deny it water, there's no water to feed it. The wheel won't turn anymore. So what are you doing that is returning that field? And if you don't continue to have those things in place to do, then you can't expect a business to grow. So you're looking at your employees, the outcome they're delivering to the customers. You're looking at the marketing assets to say, are they delivering and producing so I can retain and maintain revenue and maintain growth in my business? Think about these things. And are you looking at every job as an individual job, not as a number. One of the big reasons um, that companies, uh, bigger companies, bigger franchises often succeed in a greater outcome, and this is not the opinion from the cleaner or the, or the, or the uh, technician, whether you're, whatever type of business you're in. It's not their opinion. It's what the customer's perception of it is, and that the customer's perception is you're doing a great job because you make them feel like you're doing a great job. Even if you're not necessarily delivering the best outcome, you're still going to be far better off because you've taken the time to ask them and care about them and put things in place that's going to allow them to make decisions as far as the outcomes you deserve. Is the picture you're doing every day the million-dollar picture? Is it worth a million dollars? Again, we've already said a picture isn't worth a thousand words. It's, it's not. It's worth a million words today. So I want you to think about your business. I want to thank you to think about how you're scaling your business, at what growth rate you're scaling your business, how you're managing and maintaining your technicians, your staff, how you're managing and maintaining the expectations your customers and clients have from you. The whole big picture of it. How are you maintaining this? How is this system being done day in and day out? It's not something, again, you can forget and set it and forget it. It's not, doesn't work that way. You have to maintain the expectations because if a person has a great experience two years ago and they had a bad experience last week, they're going to remember the bad experience last week way more than the two years ago when you really killed yourself to win over that customer and that client. They are only going to remember how you did lately, how you did last. I think I learned this from Dan Kennedy a number of years ago, and they only really care about what you're doing currently there. Another thing about reviews. You know, we have a bunch of reviews at New Jersey's Best, which we're very grateful for, but we need a consistent stream of new 
reviews and new feedback. Why? Because a customer doesn't care about what I did two months ago to Jane's house or how how we wowed them we did this. They care about the review that came in yesterday or the day before that's current that's saying they're still doing this type of work now. They're still maintaining this beautiful picture of, of the business life that we are hiring in the company that is coming into our homes and businesses to do work. So I want you to really break this down. You could do it on a notepad. You could do it on just about anything. And I wanted to have this come to you as season you know, three, episode number one, because this is a really, really big thing going forward. Um, you're going to go into when the government shuts off the funds in September, especially, or earlier, depending if they run out of money. Um, they're going to look at this and go, okay, now I have to manage the expectations that all these people are now going to be looking for a job. The smart ones are already have a job and they're out there and they're not worried about the, the milking it out till the very end, but there's going to be an influx of people looking for work and you have to maintain the expectations when you do hire and onboarding, um, you know, what type of people you're going to have in front of the house or do they have the whole picture that you want to achieve, not just for your technicians and your employees, but for the outcome of the business and therefore the the financial snapshot of the business too as well. So guys, I want to thank you so much for being here today on the Service Without Excuses podcast. We've got a bunch of really killer guests coming up for season three. I've been doing a lot of planning and uh, just have a great cast of people coming up here in the near future. So we appreciate you um, listening to us. If you're listening to us on iTunes, you listen to us on Spotify, make sure you subscribe. If you likewise on YouTube, if you're watching this, you know, make sure you hit the like button and the subscribe button. Um, that helps us a lot. Um, also, um, you know, if you're interested in anything that we might do uh, or any resources we can offer to you to help you, you can go to robmlion.com. That's R-O-B-M-Lion.com. Um, you can also find the link there on the website for Sotellus or the Sotellus.com forward slash Rob Lyon, R-O-B-L-Y-O-N, not L-I-O-N, which I've had a question about. I'm not the king of the jungle. It's L-Y-O-N, like the city in in uh, in uh, France. So um, take a look at it and uh, check out a demo of that and see what you think. All right, guys, have a great day. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.